You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Welcome into Loho Daily. I am Loho, a.k.a. Lawrence Holmes. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast today. Here it is. This is what we wanted, right? We wanted the Bears to be in a playoff scenario. Well, now they're in a playoff scenario. They find themselves having to go down to NOLA to take on the Saints. And I, for one, am glad that it is happening. I'm looking forward to it. I've been on the record saying that I think that the Bears match up better against the Saints than they do against the Packers. And it's very possible that I'm going to be proven incredibly wrong by Sunday's matchup. So here's the thing. And I talked about it on a Aloha Daily earlier today. I was struck by all of the possibilities that were in front of the Bears in the first game that these two teams play back in week eight of the season. There were chances for them, a lot of chances for them to come away with a win to take care of business against Drew Brees to tackle people that were in front of them and they just were not able to make it happen at the end remember that was an overtime game that they played an overtime game but here's the scary part for the Bears as much as I would love to pick them and I do think that it's possible not probable but possible that they win There are some things that have to be talked about. We have to talk about the injury report. Now, there is some good news if you're a Bears fan, too, on the injury report, like Trey Hendrickson for the Saints being out, and he's one of their best pass rushers that they have. So that's good news for the Bears. The bad news for the Bears is all of the questionables that are on their injury report. Darnell Mooney is questionable. Buster Screen is out. He's been out with a concussion for weeks, and now you start wondering about whether or not a guy is going to be able to get back to, to playing and living a good life after his football career is over if you've missed this many games. Also on the defense, Roquan Smith and Jalen Johnson are both listed as questionable, and Josh Woods would... Is that look? He got a, a glute thing going on. He's listed as questionable. That is scary business. If you're the Bears, Roquan to me is the most important injury out there for the Bears because he does so much for your defense. He's such a great player overall, and he's second team All Pro and he deserved it. I'm so glad that he got recognized for that. So glad because I really did feel like he deserved all of those things. He he has turned himself into a wonderful player. And I'm glad that he got the chance to, to he, he got recognized, not got the chance, but got recognized for how well he continues to play. In the first game that these two teams played, there were a ton of missed tackles. A ton of them. And what the Saints do offensively 
is they love to throw underneath routes because Drew Brees can't go over the top anymore. And so they're, they're not going to challenge you down the field. What they are going to do is challenge you to be sound in what you're doing defensively, and can you tackle? Will you be willing to take on Alvin Kamara and maybe Michael Thomas in this game and Taysom Hill and Cook? There were a lot of offensive weapons that were not available to Drew Brees in the first game that these two teams played. Those weapons are now back, and I think that that makes him better. If you look over the last couple of weeks, the you have a Saints team that is two and two in their last four, but the last two that they played, they've scored 85 points. Alvin Kamara did a number on Minnesota on Christmas. He was so good. He could have had seven touchdowns. They gave one of those touchdowns to Taysom Hill. He was so good in that game, and I think that he is – you can't even say X-factor. Like, he's the factor. They have got to figure out a way to stop him, and if you don't have Roquan Smith, it leaves you in a horrible position. And then to find out that Josh Woods is also questionable – I, I think it's unlikely that Roquan plays. It would be awesome if he did, but I think it's unlikely that he plays. And then Jalen Johnson, if you're already struggling because Buster Screen is out and Jalen Johnson is at least questionable, so you're talking about someone who's coming into the game with, with some injury baggage, you got a problem because – Ordinarily, what you would do is if you were missing one of your linebackers, you would say, okay, against this team, we're going we're gonna to play a little bit more nickel, a little bit more dime. That's what we'll do. We'll put Danny in the middle of our defense, and we hope to God that the front four gets home and is able to knock Drew Brees off his spot, and maybe more importantly, get Drew Brees on the ground. Remember... This is a guy who is still recovering from bruised ribs and a punctured lung. I don't want anyone out there taking chances. I don't want anyone out there getting kicked out of a game. But I want him to be punished. He should be punished. I want him to be punished by the Bears. If they can make him think twice about staying in the pocket that extra half a second, because Akeem Hicks is bearing down on him, or Khalil Mack is bearing down on him, then that's what I want. I want to see those guys. They, they've they got to make a difference. They've got to be the ones that make a difference and turn the tide, roll tide, for the Bears. And then, on the offensive side, wait, one more thing about the defense. If the front four can get enough pressure, it takes pressure off of the back four or five or six, depending on what type of defense they're going to run. If there are opportunities to make plays, the Bears can't miss those opportunities. Eddie Jackson can't miss interception opportunities. They've got to be a part of the offense, too, by winning. They've got to win their battles. 
Now I'll flip over to the offense. The Bears offense moved the ball against the Saints defense. The Saints defense is really good. They're really good in the red zone. They're really good on third down. The Bears can't make mistakes. I know that's unfair. I'm not saying that they have to score on every drive, but you can't have any interceptions and definitely. And when you get into the red zone, you've got to convert. If you look at the Bears' red zone stuff against the Packers, it was, um, what's the word for it? Upsetting to see them not be able to finish drives off. You get there and you get three points. You get a turnover and you get three points when you got the turnover inside the red zone. No, you cannot win this game that way. You better bring it and say, we're not settling for that. You're going to have to maybe take some risk. There are some fourth and fours that the Bears are going to have to take risk on. They did a good job on fourth down against the Packers, except for the one that they desperately needed at the end of the game. The Packers game was close. I know it doesn't feel like it was close, but it was close until the end. And now you're sitting there with an opportunity to justify a lot of things that you did throughout the season. You've got a chance now to be like, hey, we were that team at the beginning of the season. But everything has to come together. Another thing, let me make sure I check the injury report on this. Deontay Harris, the punt returner for the Saints, don't punt to him if he's available. I know that he had been on the injury report. It looks like he's off the injury report now, which means he's going to go. Don't punt to him. That guy is trouble. That guy's so good, I was sitting there like, man, the Bears should have somebody like that on punt return. On kickoff return, they got that. They got the best that there is on punt return. But on kickoff return, on kickoff return, but on punt return, they don't have that. That guy is worth three first downs. Don't kick to him. I hope Mitch Trubisky has a good game. And this is going to sound really weird when I say it. I hope that Mitch plays well, and I hope that whether it's this week or next week or the week after that, we are done seeing Mitch be the quarterback of the Bears. I think that both parties, I guess we can say all three parties, all three parties, Bears fans, the Bears, and Mitch would benefit from a breakup. He can go on and live his life and maybe find a coach that's going to uh, be able to unlock him. And uh, the Bears can start figuring out what they're going to do. And, and Bears fans can turn all of their ire towards Nick Foles. But I hope that he plays well. You can't have a first half like you had last week where Allen Robinson doesn't really get to touch the ball. Of course, they're going to try to take him away with Lattimore. You've got to figure out ways. If they show some of the man concepts that they ran in the first game against the Bears, you've got to figure out a way to get the ball into Allen Robinson's hands. The game plan that the Bears had going into the game against the Packers was the right one. 
I think that this this game plan needs to be more aggressive. And I know that sounds antithetical because Drew Brees is still really good, but it's not the same. He's not Aaron Rodgers. He doesn't offer some of the same dangers that Aaron Rodgers does. He can't go deep. He's not going to leave the pocket. He's not great throwing on the run anymore. Play your coverage. Hope your front four gets home and tackle. Like if I were coaching, if I were Chuck Pagano, the la- not that they're even in a room together anymore, but the last thing that I would put on the dry erase board would be tackle. Make it hurt. And if you can get get to nine, make it hurt on him. It'd be cool to be talking about a rematch between the Bears and the Packers, but the only way that happens is if the Bears are able to beat Drew Brees and the Saints. Let's see what happens. I'm ready. You ready? Thanks for listening.